Leadership Matters, a podcast hosted by me, Steve Parker. This is a series that brings a fresh perspective to leadership, motivation, and how to succeed by talking to a diverse range of CEOs, business managers, and world-class talent. We also offer some personal tips to help you in your career. Each episode aims to provide a snapshot into the life and philosophy of some of Taiwan and the world's most successful leaders. And to find out more about why leadership matters. Super happy today to have Robert Jordan uh, in the studio. Robert is the CEO of Interim Execs, which is a company that matches top executives with companies around the world. He just told me he's matched over 7,000 leaders with the right positions around the world. Based on his research with thousands and thousands of leaders and companies, um, he and Olivia Wagner wrote a book called The Right Leader, Right Time, Discover Your Leadership Style for Winning Career and Company, and have launched the FABS Leadership Assessment, which is a free assessment that they put out at rightleader.com designed to help leaders find the right kind of matching process. So he described himself to me as a matchmaker, which I think is a really nice way to put it. Um, Super interesting to meet up with him today. I I just wonder, Robert, it's great to have you here, but just what what was the motivation behind writing this book? Thanks, Steve. It, It was both something really negative and something really positive. So the negative was that, as you said, we've been approached. We haven't matched. We've been we've been approached by about 7,000 executives from 50 countries. And the vast majority of executives, regardless of country, are having leadership journeys, career experiences that are not, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. They could be okay or pretty good, but not over the top. And the flip side was that over so many years, we saw the top two, three, four percent who were doing incredible, amazing things. And because we have a ringside seat, when we place an executive, we're talking to the board, we're talking to the owners. How's it going? How, how's the team? How's the executive doing? And we're talking to the executive. How's it going? And overwhelmingly, they're doing great. And we would then say, well, why? How? T- tell us more. And we identified four distinct styles of leadership. Because we were seeing so much failure, and at the same point, this incredible excellence, we thought, we have to write about this. And primarily, we have to write about it for people who are younger in their careers and leadership journeys, because there are some glaringly obvious things that many leaders get wrong. You know, I'm really curious about the, you know, what are the the types? And, uh, and of course, I'm going to try and find myself in this. Sure. And just, uh, just to be clear, Steve... Um, my my own experience is built on a mountain of failure, including my first company. Um, I, I'm highly entrepreneurial. I started the uh, first magazine in the world that covered online and internet. I started at age 26 and I went bust, bankrupt by age 28. So I'm going to call myself a keen student. Uh, I've done better and better in business over time, but uh, <laughs> that was that was based on very hard experience. Uh, so the four, the four leadership styles are fixer, artist, builder, and strategist, F-A-B-S, or FABS for short. How did you start to identify these different kind of niches and different areas? And how, how, how radically different are these people? There was a lot of discovery. One of the, we had done a book with champion company founders uh, before this. It was called How They Did It. Uh, and... 
one of the executives in the book, apropos of nothing, out of the blue, he said to me, you know, if I put a fixer into one of my companies and it isn't broken, he'll break it just so he can fix it. And that stayed with me for years, which is, it, it was just, it, it made perfect sense, but it was kind of like, what? So when we started having the experience years ago of placing executives into companies, there were clear distinctions. For example, when a company would show up that was an utter crisis, you needed a particular kind of leader to solve that crisis, obvious label fixer. There's a kind of energy in the world. Everyone knows who Elon Musk is. That is a completely creatively driven leader. And he's a standout example, but you know, many of us are driven from an innovative point of view. If you view the world as a blank canvas, as a piece of clay to be molded, you've got artist energy in you. Builder. Builder has market domination on the brain. Market is mantra for the builder. And I know every person in business is, oh, gee, I'm a great builder. Got it. We mean it in a very specific sense, which is there are people who love to take small team, beginning product, beginning service, and move it to a point of market domination. And when it achieves some kind of scale, they tend not to want to stick around with it. They tend to want to do it again. That is builder leadership style. Strategist. Strategist is the leader at scale. Strategist is the leader of complex and incredibly large organizational size where you have gone way beyond what Stephen Covey called personal span of control. Other kinds of leaders, fixers, artists, builders, tends to be there in teams, 10 people, 50 people, 200 people. There are personal relationships that are relied upon and they're valuable. The strategist is at scale and cannot rely on personal relationships to get everything done. How do you move an organization that has 10,000 people better than your competitors? That's strategist. In your experience, have you found that there, I mean, are people elements of all of these things? I mean, can you be a builder? Can you be a strategist? Can you have, you know, and then I guess my next question for you is, you know, in your experience, can, can you, can you, you know, how, how do you develop these skills if at all possible? Uh, well, first of all, we would never pigeonhole a leader and say, you are only this one thing. It's just not true. We are all combinations of abilities because a leader is called upon in so many different ways. The, the analogy we like is DNA, highly successful leaders. What we found about FAB's leaders is they tend to reject what is not for their highest and best use. It's very easy to say. It's very hard to do. It's very hard early on in a person's career because they need the money. They need the job. And so early on, we're all doing things that are less differentiated. But what happens over time, and you know, we all know people who are earlier in career, later in career, is that successful people, there is a path that becomes discernible and differentiated. And that's what we're saying. This is a, this is a, I mean, I, I'm listening to this and I'm kind of thinking I could really wish that I could go back and relive my career <laughs> and kind of, you know, learn. I, we've only got a short amount of time this morning and I, I just wanted to kind of summarize a couple of things that I've heard from you. 
One of the first things I heard from you very early on was like, just, you know, admit failure, right? This is something I think that all successful leaders kind of talk about. And you came out of the gate, just like, you know, you know, I've, I've uh, messed up, I've done things, I've learned from them and I've moved on. I, these different styles of leadership that you've identified over obviously a very long career of placing people um, is super useful. You know, no kind of, personally know who you are, but also for an organization or for the other people in that organization, identify and know what kind of leaders you've got, what kind of people you've got. Uh, and the last thing I've heard kind of between the lines here is this, is this idea of, you know, learn when it's time to go. You know, I've heard you mention a couple of people that have kind of, they've done things, they've been achieving things, and maybe they haven't realized themselves that it's time to move on. You know, we can improve this company and make growth, but you as an individual, need to be thinking about what the path is that you're on. I would just say one final thought. We all want to be on high-performing teams, and it's far more likely they're going to perform well if we are having authentic relationship, authentic conversations with each other, which means learning more about your particular style. If your wiring is more artist, if mine is more fixer, to know each of us better means we are going to understand how to function better together. It's all to the good. And that's a great place to finish up. Robert Jordan, thank you very much for your time this morning. Thanks, Steve. It's been a pleasure. You can listen to this podcast on the fourth Monday of every month on ICRT and after that on the ICRT website, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Leadership Matters by Stephen Parker. You can also check out my social media. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, everything. We'll see you next time.